0: We are back, a Black Actors podcast, season one, episode 10. Be well, acting, and your mental health. <laughs> so, you know, this is an episode that we absolutely need to get into. This is an episode that we'll be closing the season with. I'm super excited to get into yes, it. Episode because... 10. I know, right? It's the, it's the end of the season, wow. but that's not a bad thing. We will be back, but I'm excited to get into this topic because I feel like as an actor, you know, we don't really get to talk about our mental health Mm -mm. while we're on our journey so if you did not catch the previous episode uh i am tequila i'm a commercial
1: actor based out of georgia and i am tish i am a theatrical actress based wherever the money resides
0: And we have guests on the
1: podcast today. We have two guests, actually,
0: uh, one of which I'm going to introduce. Uh, His name is Khalid Kelly. He is a actor based out of Georgia as well. He's an entrepreneur in Georgia as well. Um, I have been able to work with him personally in theater. Super, super dope, super talented. And I'm excited to have him here. So please welcome Khalid. Uh, yes.
2: everybody. Thank you. Thank you for the wonderful introduction. Better than I could ever guess.
1: <laughs> Of course. Yes. And we also have the amazing Miss Nikki Dunn. She yes, is, ma'am. She's based out of Charlotte. <laughs> she's an actress, a singer, a mom, a teacher. She makes jewelry. Y'all, she does everything, okay? Okay. So let's altering. give it Yes.
0: Let's
3: <laughs> give it <up> for <laughs> Miss Nikki. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me.
0: That just reminded me I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Listen, I had to take one before we started because yeah, (laughs) my day was crazy today. Okay, guys. So be well acting and your mental health. So all four of us, what we have in common is that we are on this journey of you know being an actor. Um, You know, balancing acting and balancing your personal life. Those are separate things, if you guys would agree.
1: (laughs) Yes. But they uh, they can collide. Almost yeah. all the time. I know being a parent is hard for me to juggle both. So I kind of, I had to put it on hold at one point because I mean, you can't bring your child on stage with you. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's really hard. You got to find that balance. Absolutely. Yeah. Balancing
0: acting and your personal life is hard. Like you said, like you said, being a mom, which I am also, that is extremely hard. <laughs> I mean, I remember even, like, you know, Khalif, I don't know if you remember when we were doing our rehearsals for, you know, the theater project we were part of, I had to bring my mm-hmm. kids with me, you know? I had to
1: bring my, <laughs> <I had laughs> to bring my kids with me to <laughs> the rehearsal because that's just how my life is set <laughs> up. And that's that's how it was. Yeah, so the first play, the play that me and Nikki did, I brought Jaden um, with me, and Jaden would go sit in the corner. <laughs>
3: It's just like I mean, a part of
1: life. You have to. You only know, have a chance. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. people back out at the last minute, and, and sometimes oh, that, realistically, yeah, the yeah. page is not enough to justify paying a sitter. You know? Right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs>
1: Hello. You know, sometimes you get paid in chicken, and that's not going to pay the
4: bills.
0: <laughs> 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 Shots fired. My God. <laughs> okay, oh my
2: God. all I want to know is just give me the names of directors of and yeah. chicken. I ain't here
0: for it. Yeah, Khalid. you gonna act like okay, Khalid, all right. Khalid trying to shine. Right yeah, sh-
1: <laughs> we not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw any directors under the bus, but I have been paid in chicken many a time. Khalid, you know you'd have been paid in chicken before.
2: Uh, <laughs> Like you said, we ain't going to call out no names. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. But that's a part of the journey. That's mm-hmm. the beauty of the journey of acting. When you're starting out, like we always talked about, mm-hmm. you're going to do these, you know, you're going to do these indie projects. You're going to do these low budget projects. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that because that helps you build your experience and so forth. Now I want to get into coping with rejection. Like, you know, that's something that I was not prepared for when I first started my journey in acting.
1: I'm still not prepared. for it. I struggle with rejection, <laughs> especially if I really, really want it. I'm, I'm horrible with it. That's something I still have to work on um, as far as, you know, being somebody who is used to always getting a role. And now that I'm going into TV and film. I'm not always getting a role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely humbling. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I remember the first time I was rejected for a role. I re- I felt a way about it, but at the same time, I knew it had to happen. It was it was really weird. I was like, I know I'm not going to get every role that I apply for, but at the same time, I was sad about it. So it was it's it kind of weird.
1: <laughs> I like how you oh. stay positive because I. I do not. Um, I beat myself up. <laughs> I beat myself up. I'm like, girl, you could have did this better. You could have did that better. But at the end of the day, I have to keep reminding myself, you know, what's for me is for me. What God has on my path is for me. Nobody can take that. So if I didn't get the role, then it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. But um, Absolutely. It, takes, it, it takes a while I mean, for me to get there.
2: <laughs> Y'all also have to remember, you know, you being rejected for not getting a role, because there's a number of things, you know were you not being picked
4: mm-hmm. I mean I yeah. know
2: I've, I've done some auditions for a couple like they were doing holding auditions for Euphoria and you know I sit in some place I got pretty decently far but you know I lost to someone who just fit the description better Right. you know sometimes mm-hmm. it may not even be talent you know Exactly. Literally, it could literally just be the way you look or someone just happens to look like I mean, I lost a role to someone because he just happened to look like the main character's son they look wow. alike I was, a yeah. trem- wow. I was a lot better I was more talented but he just looked more and I was like that's fine
0: and you know what that's something that really sucks in today's society like I feel like in acting it's not I'm not going to say it's not about
1: talent but Like talent comes second now. Talent used to be first, you know.
4: Absolutely,
1: and that's in a situation where I was. So the director he he had he told me I got the lead role, and then um, he also told somebody else that she had the lead role. And he did that with numerous roles in that production. And it had turned out somebody had to be the understudy. And so the other girl got picked as the understudy just because she was prettier. You know, she had that look. Mm -hmm. I promise at the end of that whole production, she was like, he was like, Tisha, um, you should have been the lead. I don't know what happened. But I was (laughs) like, (laughs) I was like, look, you went by what you thought fit your, you know, vision. Mm-hmm. He didn't go by the talent. I, like, like I said in a previous podcast, I'm dramatic as heck. So I bought the emotions that he needed. She didn't. But she had the look. So it, it, is, it is what it is at the end of the day.
3: That's the hardest part for me with the rejection. If I didn't get the role, and I know there are like 50 plus other people that went for it, mm-hmm. fine. But I think the hardest part for me is knowing that a lot of it, it boils down to what I look like. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of that, you know, my therapist will stay employed because (laughs) you you sit there and you look in the mirror and you grow up and you're like, I'm great. And your mom's telling you how cute you are and, you know, you're okay with the way you look. And then you get in front of these people and it's no harm it. But still, you walk out of there thinking, I really didn't get this part because last one show I auditioned for. I didn't get the role because they said that the person they casted was sexier than me. And I was like, expletive, 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 because (laughs) (laughs) I was like...
0: She can't do that. But it's okay. Right. that messes oh with your God. mind. It does. No, it, it does. really it does. does. And I don't think I mean I and I I struggle with the whole concept of, oh, this is just a part of show business, or you know, oh, this is normal. I just I don't know because I I think I spoke about it on the last episode. So I had um a situation where I went to an audition. This was like one of the last live auditions I did. <laughs> this was like two years ago because I haven't done a live audition in so long. Like everything's okay, self-tape yeah, now. COVID is, is Yeah, so like the last live audition I did, I had a director tell me that he was like, I, I love you, I love what you got going on, but when you talk, I can't help but to look at your <laughs> mouth because like my teeth are not the straightest. And, you know, he was just talking about how that would just be like the focal point <laughs> when I'm on camera. And I was like, damn, like they kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he, he was mad, honest, which I understood. But those things do affect you mentally, mm-hmm. you know, and it kind of
1: had me discouraged a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that'll He's definitely amazing. do it for me, too. Um no one's actually said it, but we're our biggest critics. So I'm saying it to myself and I think that's worse than have hearing it from somebody else because I can't run away from me. So if I'm gonna keep, you know, picking out every flaw, I'm gonna be my biggest downfall. So that's right. something that I definitely have to work on is, you know, bigging myself up. You know, we all have that confidence, but still it's like, nah girl, that won't end. Mm-mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. look at that look at that Mm But that ain't gonna work that ain't gonna work Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I
0: I am my biggest critic I know that for a fact ditto (laughs) so uh, going into separating yourself from the role um, I guess for me I don't think I really struggle with separating myself from the role mainly because the role a lot of the roles that I applied to I have to be able to relate to it in some kind of way or else I just I won't even try it it has to be something that's relative to my life if Mm -hmm. that makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. yeah I haven't had a role that I had to actually separate myself from and I played a crackhead so Wait what? So, I, yeah, I played. Where I did played you play a cricket. So um, I played a cricket, and uh, it's a it's a play. It's a amazing play. When we put it back on, y'all gotta see it. It's called Stuck, um, Yolanda. I think. She goes by Metley now, but um, Metley Powell is her name, Yolanda Metley Powell, and she produced the, the stage play Stuck, and I was a crackhead, and, um, <laughs> you know, my grandmother was upset. She was like, why would you want a crackhead? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it was so much deeper than that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, no, these, the the underlying story of her is, is really amazing, but I didn't have to separate myself from her I actually put a lot of myself into her because Mm -hmm. our stories were similar I I don't know about drugs but I do know you know not feeling enough for my son and that's what she Mm -hmm. felt like you know she wasn't enough for her kids she needed to do better it was just a lot with her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that reminds me
0: I think, well, I know I have, I don't know about you guys. I have, you know, been a victim of taking on roles that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is disrespectful, but I'm going to do it though, because (laughs) I want to, I want to get the experience. So I don't, I don't know if this counts as like my acting journey, because I was in high school, but It it counts. Okay. So in high school, I did the play Wizard of Oz. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, you know, I can't sing right, so me neither. <laughs> so, like, that's first, you know, when you apply for like musical theater, if you can't sing, you're not gonna get a large role. So, I understood that, you know, but I didn't know that I was gonna be the flying monkey.
4: <laughs>
2: oh. Oh. <laughs>
0: No, you were not. I was a flying monkey. And in high school, I didn't know any better. I didn't know how disrespectful that might have been, how I was disrespecting myself. I didn't think about none of that. I'm just thinking I'm living out my dreams on stage. But looking back, I really wish I did not take that damn role.
2: (laughs) You were a flying monkey.
0: A flying monkey. monkey. Wow. I was the the best flying monkey,
2: too. I was all
0: All around this stage. Oh my god. And not
2: you doing it well, too. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's what you're
1: supposed to do. You're supposed to give your, give it your
0: give all. it give it your all, you well, it all.
1: I, I was a munchkin. I did the whiz too. I was a munchkin. No, you did the whiz. I was I was. Oh, you did the w- You did the wizard of oz. Yes. I would have felt oh, better okay. if I was in the whiz, because the whiz
0: is the black version. I was okay. in the <laughs> wizard of oz. <laughs>
1: It's, it's given. It's given borderline racism. Right.
0: Sorry, Mr. Lawson.
2: And I'm only here thinking I had it bad. I was. Put, I was tree number three.
1: Tree number three. But I bet you were the best tree though. Number two and number one it had nothing on you.
2: Hey, what? That's right. <laughs> they knew not to ruffle my leaves. <laughs> <laughs> what you had to um, do,
0: Khalif You had to just stand up on stage. Like what were you oh, doing? Yeah.
2: I mean when comes when it comes to crying uh what academic plays back in like school. Yeah, I I just sat there and you know, I just sat there and just hold my branches up. You know, every time the scene changed, we just had to like change our position just a little bit, but you know, I didn't really start getting any Yeah switch. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get really any serious roles until I hit like middle school and high school where I actually started getting leads. Yeah. Like, I was the only okay. one who ever kind of like cared about acting growing up mm-hmm. um, but to talk about the topic of separating yourself and your role honestly this had to be the most recent one with my current um, acting job oh um, I did a I kind of realized the extremes of method acting and how uh, dangerous it can be um, mm. So based on his current role, have y'all ever heard of a boo hat? Boo hat? Yeah, boo hat.
0: I have not. I well, a Yeah. It
2: derives from a it derives from Gallicchi folklore. Oh. No. Um, if y'all ever, ever witnessed or experienced um, sleep paralysis? In mm-hmm. the GoLiki, they will say you're you're ridden by a hag or you have a hag attached to you.
4: Yeah,
2: and you know, so being the actor I kind of want to be, you know, I like to definitely in depth the role become that character. So I definitely did some researching. I guess you say I kind of opened my mind up to some things I shouldn't have. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. so you know if you if you're a uh, spiritual person mm-hmm. or even a like religious person Thanks. you everyone has some form of belief in spirits and other entities so but we're all good now that's okay, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like, why it. okay. it's getting dark yeah, I'm not going to go any further but like, we're all good now like, but no, I
1: I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I won't take certain roles because of my mm-hmm. spirituality. Because, like you said, um, you know, just with me, I have to be careful what I what I attach myself to, because mm-hmm. I bring that home. So. If it's just give me demonic vibes, I'm a I'm a setback. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's not for me. I don't blame you, but I I've seen like what Khalif does. It's
0: mm-hmm. like I can I don't know what rehearsals were like or like when he first when you first started the job, Khalif. Like how you felt, but looking at it like as an outsider, it doesn't look as you know demonic. I mean, I've only seen a few short clips. But, you know, it just looks like an experience, like a a live experience. And being here in Savannah, like Savannah got all kind of stuff going on with with the ghost and all of that. So it just seems normal a little bit here. But I can see how you could feel like that.
2: Well, you know, I would definitely say it wasn't so much that um, the role or uh, what, you know, what we perform is demonic. Right. It was very fun and all. It was me. The research that I did. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah, that
1: that opened that opened up that door. I see. Yeah, opened up the that door. Yeah.
2: yeah. So like, no, what we do, it's a lot of fun. You know, can't say I don't enjoy. Like, just had two shows uh, yesterday and third and what Thursday. I got a show tonight.
4: Oh, uh, nice. So, okay. You
2: know, it's all fun and games. <laughs> you know, we have some, it's all fun and games until you know the so people like to get some hands get get a little handsy but what are you going to do with live theater oh yeah yeah
1: you 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 got to be on your p's and q's with live theater mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: not mm-hmm. breaking character and you know the show it's an interactive as well so we have the crew to you know the audience to join but
0: oh wow i don't think i could do it. i don't i want to ask nikki do you do like you i know you do theater do you do live theater also
3: so my thing is um live theater is cool i haven't done it often enough to really say i'm well versed in it yeah um, but i love musicals and i love fantasy so you know a lot of that i mean yeah we're in front of a live audience but like no sit down so we can finish this
0: that's <laughs> 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 That's good that's good out. we
3: give them space to kind of you know inject their their experiences and their laughter and things but it's not we don't really want your opinion
4: laugh <laughs> <laughs> like
1: clap, clap and laugh and then stop so that's yeah, right like you're so we can move on Yeah, that can
0: be like a lot of pressure like you're waiting on the odd response before you can move on oh my gosh i could not do that exactly i don't think i could oh. do that i
3: think you kind of live for that moment though because a lot of the times i don't i don't necessarily um think that I am a dramatic actress in any form whatsoever I usually take extreme fantasy roles that require a lot of singing or I'm doing something that is an extreme version of a person that I find lighthearted and fun so I, I live for the whole comedic relief so it's like I kind of yeah. wait for it and when they don't give you that moment like you're like ha here goes the line and they don't see what you thought you're gonna get <laughs> let me tell you so
1: Dana the role that you played the, we, we did a play together Nikki and I and Dana was she made this show okay and did, you, did you make up most of
3: what you said yes and the worst thing any director can tell me is oh i just want you to go all out with it just be free <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh okay because i mean you know it's like i find it funny because i was telling my mom i was like you notice i always get casted to play like a hoe or a prostitute." Or something? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
1: So um fun fact, your name is still uh Nikki the
2: whole Dana in my (laughs) phone. Nikki the whole (laughs) Dana. You
1: told me you told me to never change
2: it and I
3: never did. So I like it. I like it. Lord. (laughs) It's like I'm always, yeah, like that lighthearted prostitute whore (laughs) or someone else that is just happy to be
2: free. But who don't? But like honestly, who doesn't like the com- committee relief first? Yeah,
0: I know. Favorite. And, and it's and it's a lot of pressure if you're if you have that role, but you don't feel like you can fulfill it. I don't know. Like the project that me and Khalif did, I feel like that character. <laughs> See, he already laughing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the character that I had, first of all, I had to play a drunk. I had to play an alcoholic, and y'all and Tish know I don't drink. I've never. Yeah, drink she doesn't in my drink life. at all. So I'm like, how do I be an oh, alcoholic? What the what the heck? So that and was, was. And she <laughs> was asking me. I am asking everybody at this point. I was like, I don't know how to do it. And then you know, I feel like my role had. She was like really like humorous. She was like really, you know, funny throughout the play. And I think I did an okay job, but I I was in my head the whole time. Like, dang, is this am I doing it right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I was just kind of in my head the whole time because you know, if I could naturally be funny, like right now, like in a conversation, you know, that's easy. But to like play a
1: specific type of character. Yeah, I can't. I'm accidentally funny. I'm not. Exactly. Funny on yes.
2: Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, me too. It's hard to be funny on purpose.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know how the comedians do it because
3: me either especially like when you you know you're live on stage and you're like waiting for somebody to give you a moment or a space to slide in there that is hard That's yes really
0: hard. yes and at one point I even considered doing like like comedy stand-up just to see how I would do so really I, yeah and I actually took an improv class at for a club in New York it was it was virtual and they wanted me to come back like they They start out with, like, the virtual class, and then if you pass, they'll tell you to come to the studio to do more. And they wanted me to come back, but I didn't feel too confident. But I did think about exploring it one day, one time, and then that kind of quickly went away.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, if if y'all ever want to do improv, there are, I think, there is technically an improv group in Georgia, well at least
0: it's a yeah i know um i think it's front porch i know that's one
2: yeah front porch and mm-hmm. like i was part of an improv group back before covid that that's what really kind of started me off to really
4: mm-hmm.
2: want to they try have it. Yeah. No, I miss they a and have to do it i oh they do <laughs> i know there's
1: a lot up here in new york
0: um oh yeah yeah you, you you're <laughs> in <laughs> you have an advantage in new york <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot up here. Um, I haven't done improv, like an actual improvisation, like class or performance, but baby, I've done it in theater where it was supposed to be a written play, but somehow (laughs) we done done improv the whole thing. So, Uh, but I I love improv. I really do. I love it. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. I just don't. I don't know if I could just do it like ongoing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just yeah, a lot of pressure. It's, it's a little hard. But yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know how I would do that. Hmm. Well, I guess you should move on to
0: knowing when to take a step back. That kind of, that kind of flowed easy. Knowing when to take a step back. Have you guys ever had a role where you had to like? Walk away from, or if you just, you know, you just had to have a talk with the director and say, I don't think this is for me, it's, it's just not cutting it. You, you, you know, I have,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I have, but um, like, okay, so I have two incidents the one that I've, I talk about this almost on every podcast, I could not. That working with that director was just—I blame Tequila. Tequila set me up, y'all. Oh I'm going to always say this: she she set me she set me up in that fire. But I did have to take <laughs> a step back because I realized it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. But I also had to take a step back um, when my mental health was in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. there, it was actually the play that Nikki and I did, and um, I was just—I was going through a lot. I was stressed to the point where I actually had to admit myself into a mental hospital. Oh goodness, um, yeah, and so. So I just did not show up to rehearsal one day, and I don't I don't even know if the director knew because I did not contact her at all. I just decided I was not going, um, but I did let somebody else there know, and I just I had to take a step back and just gather myself because I mm-hmm. couldn't. It was it was just a lot at the time. So, but I still did still did the role. Still <laughs> winning. You and, and it. Did it. Well, good. Yeah, That's good. Is. Anybody
3: else? Uh, I don't think I necessarily step back from the role or the character because, you know, if I audition for it and I land it or even if I audition for another part and they've casted me as something else, I'm committed to it. Yeah. But at the same time, I have noticed that as I get older, you start to see the shenanigans for what they are. And yes. so if your organization of your production and things just doesn't align to my expectations, which are rather basic, mm-hmm. I have to step back. And I, I mean I hate to do it because that you know, I don't want to make that reputation like, Oh, she gonna quit. But Right. But, you know, That aligns Mm -hmm. with my mental health because when I need order and I need consistency and when that doesn't happen Mm -hmm. in a space that is pretty much designed for that, the rehearsal space is your order and your consistency so that you get a great product. Mm -hmm. And when I don't have that because you can't give me a schedule or you won't stick to it or whatever
1: else. Lord, Lord Mm Jesus. You are
0: preaching to the choir. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Speaking facts up in here.
0: Yeah. Because I shared my situation in previous episodes also and it was the same You know, same examples you just gave, you know, just not consistent, um, no type of order. Um, I just can't work like that, especially me being a mom and me, you know, having a business and, you know, just my life period. I need a schedule. Like I write everything in a planner so I can keep up with my day. And if I don't know where we're going or when we're doing things, I can't really include you in my life.
1: (laughs) Yep, that's it.
0: So it's just like, I don't think this is for me, you know? And I have to walk away. And
1: um, yeah, that's
0: just where, yeah, I've had to do that twice so far in my acting career. I don't want to make it a habit, but I also have to be, I've learned to be kind of selfish with myself in mm-hmm. and, and the, and the fact of knowing, I don't have to be a part of every project. Not every project
1: is gonna be for me and that's okay. Exactly. And that, that the project that I was working on with Tequila, that was the first time I've ever worked, walked away from anything. And I should have walked away a lot of time. For a lot of things. And, and that's how I knew it was bad. When, when I said, okay, I need to walk away. Cause I never walk away from anything. That's how I knew. All right. It's, it's bad. Now, um, certain directors I will not work with again. And so when they'll ask me, Oh, okay. Can I got this project coming up? Can you do it? No. I mean, Immediately, no, 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 no. I've seen all I needed to see. <laughs> Immediately. no.
2: Yeah. You are not fitting the bill. No,
1: <laughs> like, no, no, ma'am. No, ma'am.
2: You clearly ain't paying enough. And, sir,
1: Right. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, sir. The, the, that's it. And right. And so most of most of the stuff that I've done, I have not been paid for it. So, and that's, that's another stressor because with theater, rehearsals take up a lot of your time. And so if you're not going to bother to pay me, um, immediately, no, immediately, no, immediately, no. And I feel like I've elevated enough where I can put myself at that level where you need to pay me now. Before I was just like, okay, I'm just starting out. Um, you know, I'm just getting my feet wet, but now it's no, you have, you have to pay me for my time. It's only fair. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay, I was trying to remember if I had to walk away anything, and I, I remember now. It was it wasn't anything like bad or anything, mm-hmm. but you know, um, my director, they, you know, she wanted me to come to rehearsal, mm-hmm. and you know, I was probably one of the only people on there who was like going to like striving to be an actor. Mm-hmm. I, everyone else is mm-hmm. just you know community people, church. Um, oh lord. First <laughs> oh, the yeah, yeah. Triggered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. like, yeah. I know, I know pretty bad. But you know, this was like I got brought on for this project and then it was, I was also starting the very beginning of my the project I'm with now with my um immersive theater. Mm-hmm. You know, they were both starting. And you know, all I was going to ask her was if I could leave what I think, 15 minutes early mm-hmm. before, you know, rehearsal truly ended so I could um, make uh, rehearsal for, you know, the immersive uh, the theater. Mm-hmm. And it was only, what, once a week. We had, I think, rehearsal twice a week. And I only had to do that, you know, once because of COVID and I had to get the test before prior and, you know, she, but she was being, she felt she was being unreasonable. You know, I paused. I could learn my line. I had my lines done before anyone else.
4: Right. So you know, she
2: was, she was so, you know, probably like, I want everyone at rehearsal for the entire time. I expect that. And I was like, well, you know, I honor that, but they're paying me. You're not. <laughs> I mean, you gotta go with the money yes, right, so exactly. like, with the
3: Money reside. <laughs> but, money reside. You
2: know, I was like, I mean, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'ma go with that. So <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's any hard feelings between us, but
1: you know. It should she be. got my
2: content. Mm-hmm. She yeah. got my content. She really needs me.
1: Paying will always take priority. Oh, mm-hmm. somebody that I I don't care if we're best friends. Look, you're not paying me. <laughs> but, but but what I wanna what
0: I wanna point out is the fact that he just had like a small fifteen minute time. Right, exactly. Strength, and that right? yeah. You, you were willing to miss out on like the one talented actor
1: you had just because of a I mean, I just I don't understand that. Just fifteen minutes, I don't understand. Yeah, that. I could see if he was someone that needed work on because you know, there's always that one person in the play that you're like, Okay, you need to get it together, you need to say
2: over time <laughs> hey, no. but
1: like
4: he said you had it together 15
2: minutes you know and he, he, what what really gets me is like she knew of what I could do because remember how I told y'all uh, I I other guy was chose over me mm-hmm. because he looked more like the uh main characters uh he looked like the son mm-hmm. uh the father same director Oh, I, end up taking wow. a, I almost end up taking his role because he just want to learn his lines.
1: Oh, wow. See that? That's that karma. It whenever is. whenever I, I'm petty, y'all. So whenever <laughs> um, I see that the, the director made a clear mistake and then whoever they choose is up there messing up, I just be like, mm, would you look
2: mm-hmm. it at that? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> would you look with- it at that? And be his understudy.
0: What? Wow.
2: Mm-hmm. I, oh learned, I learned. I learned both. I learned both the roles. Did yeah. he ever
3: learn his lines? Bless his heart. <laughs>
2: I'll
4: tell you. Don't <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, it was film, so that that's a good part. Film could be oh, edited, yeah. so that you that's know, good. Yeah. Yeah. It was
3: but no, fun. no, no! Don't put no, it out yeah. there, though, not Film, you need oh, yeah, to know no, at least you the, still need the basics. To your lines. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Please, yeah. please,
1: everybody listening, please learn your lines. <laughs> film and theater, Honestly. but but film is a little bit. Easier to to
3: edit. It is. I mean, we uh,
1: we did theater, and uh, homegirl did not know her lines at all. But I'm. (laughs) Oh, we
2: know some people. Oh well, tequila. We know some people. Back Wait, what you what you trying to say? Are
0: You talking about to leave?
2: You
4: put yourself out there. I
0: forgot. Man, man. What? To kill you went somewhere and didn't know your line. No, uh-uh. I think he's talking. I think he's talking about Taekwondo. He can't be talking about.
1: Me. Why are you? playing? Wow, you don't said the boy name and game. everything.
0: Take, like one, one. Wow. take One. Wow. If you're listening to this, you should have remembered that song. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> So baby said, I know I didn't know my lines. It's okay. Put me up
1: there. No. Okay, so listen. Okay, look. So the play that we did, you made you the one, you're the one that made the play. You made the play. Oh girl? I know I know everybody listening to this now. Maddie going to know exactly who she is. She did not know none of her lines at all whatsoever. And, and, and we had to keep pulling her back to the point where we just was like, you know what? Something in the scene. She did not know the lines. And I get like that we were thrown through a loop during that play. But that's the the good thing about theater. Like, okay,
0: someone forgets their lines. If you are around people who know what She doing didn't them, forget. She didn't know. <laughs> oh, she, oh, she just didn't know
1: him at all. She just didn't know him at all. Like, him. There, was, there wasn't like, uh-oh, lines Did I forget. She did not know them. Oh, okay. Now, that's different. I don't know how yeah. we recovered recover from that. No, there, wa- there was no recovering. There was, there was Oh, that, my God. That was She's it. I, prom- I promise you, if it wasn't for Dana, a.k.a. Nikki, it, 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 yeah, no, the...
3: That's how that we learned wrong. we could do improv. Yes. That is exactly.
2: <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> oh, y'all don't know the amount of time I improv during that um during the play, me and Tequila were in. <laughs> just the amount of time people were it was it wasn't even that like people weren't remembering their lines. It's just like people weren't driving on stage. Yeah, on time. they were missing people their cues. They yeah. were missing their cues. So wow. I remember me and because I mean you can argue who was the main character, me or Again, I'm not saying names, unlike someone else on this podcast. <laughs> oh.
4: that's, what, that's what we
1: do. <laughs> she just throwing the poor man under the bus. No, me, she quite uh, cool. That's my boy. Right. <laughs> not no more. Not after this. <laughs> <laughs> he know he ain't remember that song. He know
2: he... <laughs> I ain't gonna say what he did or how he got it on, but hey, he we made it happen. See little <laughs> I remember it, it was me his name already out there so it was me Taquan. <laughs> we were on stage and we were waiting for like you know we set our line oh, and we set the cue but no <laughs> one showed up so literally for a solid like three minutes we oh were my god back and forth and just talking yeah
0: they i just remember like,
2: that oh my finally yes they showed up we're like like we're over here just like dang where is everybody huh? It's like, mama ain't home. <laughs> mama
3: ain't home. She <laughs> home. Home. Like always it. plays with a mama. <laughs> <Yeah>. I always, <laughs> I always like,
2: a play with a mama. Girl. No, it's but like, mama.
0: they did Girl. really good. Like, Taekwon and Khalid, they did really good improvising just, you know, throughout the play when needed. Because we had like a lot of, well, not a lot, but we had some kid actors in there. And, you know, with kid actors, things can get kind of hairy sometimes, too. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So I'm it was. Not even
2: gonna- they did really I good. Gonna, I don't even want to talk about the things I heard about the kids.
1: <laughs> so I did a play um, with My a young man. <laughs> man. He did. He okay. So y'all know how parents try to push their kids in a different mm-hmm. direction than what the director wants them to go in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this child was one of those kids.
3: Um, I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about.
1: (laughs) You do, you do. (laughs) Um, And his mom just... I don't. I don't know what she was teaching him at home, but it just wasn't it. And so he was very extra
0: in his role, <laughs> oh,
1: gosh. where the role did not call for him to be extra. It did not call for any of the things that he was doing. But when he was doing it, his mom was kind of back there giving him the smile and the thumbs up, like "Yeah, buddy, that's the way to go." And that was not the way to go. It looked a hot mess when he did it on the stage. No, <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he and, and the sad part is he had potential to be great. Mm-hmm. But when you, as a parent, you know you're you're, t- you're telling your kids the wrong thing to do, that just no director's going to work with you or your child again. Right, get yeah. that baby an acting coach.
2: They're called star parents.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: Oh
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Star Mama, parents. momagers.
2: Yeah, momagers, star parents. Oh, I like to call them coach parents. You know,
1: they do it. Yeah. This- yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a coach parent. Yeah, I am. You're a coach oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm,
1: a, I'm a coach parent. I, I don't know hey. nothing about the sports that my son played, but I I will be yelling at him to do the wrong thing. Why'd you kick the ball that way? It's not Ma'am, ma'am, he did right. Oh, okay, never mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I try to with with my daughter whenever she she does acting. I try to kind of stay out of it and just let them do their thing cuz I I used to be overbearing like that. Like, no, add you got to stay the line this way. And make sure you smile when you but then I was like, no, maybe I'm telling her wrong. Let me let them do their job.
3: <laughs> How do you balance that though? Cuz I even look at my son. My son is 4. Mm-hmm. And he'll memorize lines things while I'm running lines and learning lyrics and things. I'm like, oh, look at my little child star. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just want to
0: push him out there, but at the same time, I'm like, girl, calm down. Let him find his thing. How do you balance that? Oh, girl, the only what the only way I would let my daughter do a role is if I was a part of it too. Because I don't want her to ever be on set without me. Or, you know, I just so that's how I balance it. It has to be a project that we're both studying for, you know, like we're both a part of it. In that capacity, um, and it makes it easier for me. Um, she's done one project where it was just her by herself, but it was an extra role, so she really didn't have to study or anything. But um, all of the other things that she's done, like where she's, you know, been like the, the main character or the star of the project, I've been on it with her, and I don't know. It just seems really easy because we can study together and we can, you know, rehearse together at home. It's kind of fun, actually, you know, to do it that way. Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited to see her in this this new one that you guys booked.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> I'm over here just giving lines in the mirror.
0: Oh, you, you need a rehearsal buddy. You need a rehearsal buddy, please.
2: Uh, ah, I'm doing all right so far, but you know, it's it's nice being able to run lines with people. Yeah, it, it
0: it is it's easier to do it with the mm-hmm. person because.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I just I don't know I enjoy doing it with my daughter it's 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 fun you know we get to act it out any kind of way we want. Uh,
2: sometimes you get to be silly, sometimes you get to be serious. Yeah, it's
0: nice. Yeah, it's good. I think that's right. what helps us, you know, book our projects because sometimes I'll just record us like just doing silly stuff and I'll just send it in along. <laughs>
1: Along with whatever we're submitting for Yes, the- they
0: want to see that chemistry. Exactly. And then, you exactly. know, your personality and everything. Exactly. So that's what makes it, you know, like, fun for us. It's like, we're just being ourselves, you know. And I'll just send that along with it. And they're like, oh, we love the dynamic. So we want to book you together. And, you know, what's fun about being in Savannah, Savannah is like... I would say it's like a large, small city. <laughs> so like, you know, people you can you can get to know, you know, a lot of people here in Savannah really quickly. And it was to a point where like like Scat people at SCAD or, you know, just other productions would like just reach out and like, hey, you know, we want to book you and your daughter for this. And it would be, you know, super easy Because they just knew me and her as like a pair. So it was was fun. You should try it with your son, um, Nikki, like doing something with him and see how that works out.
2: As I'm being
3: Momager on stage, do not (laughs)
2: touch me. Do not embarrass me.
1: That's the one right there. Don't, don't
2: embarrass
0: me. Right. Right. It's, it's fun, though. Acting in general is fun. Like we're all on this journey, you know, just trying to do what it is we love to do. You know, not all days are going to be good days, but, you know, it's, it's what makes us happy. It's the one
3: thing that
1: doesn't feel like work in my opinion. Right, exactly. That's, that, that's how true. it is for me. With the right company.
2: <laughs> with the right but, company, yes. With I'm, the right company, absolutely. Not every you person. Know, you know, I must say. Ooh, sorry, sorry, my attention. Um, like even like with my current job, my current acting job with the Mercer Theater, like sometimes like I don't even feel like going to work. Because mm-hmm. you know I would be working all day and then I have to go to a sh- and I have to do a show right afterwards. I was
4: like, mm-hmm. I don't
2: feel like going. But the moment I, you know, put on my costume, put on that mask, I was like, all right, let's scare some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in character. Yeah, that, yeah that's mean, it yeah, is for me.
1: Once mean, I'm doing it, I, oh my gosh, it's an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. I
3: mean. yeah. And I don't know, it, it might just be the whole, the, the way immersive theater is set up. So my, my one time actually doing like live immersive theater, it was, it felt freeing. It felt like I was super connected to the work because we had a part in putting it together and determining what would happen next and getting really really close to see people and that made me feel good because I was like, you're like literally eye to eye looking at these people react to something that you helped to put together and it's in the moment so it's changing and so I think that is, it's a freeing moment. Now, I don't want to do it all the time because you definitely have to be on your toes, but (laughs) but I did think that it was freeing. Enough for me to say, yes, I've already committed to another project that's happening next summer because I was like, yes, I loved that. It was hot outside, but I loved it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like, I've seen, I've had so many of those. You guys ever run across those casting calls where they're like, casting for a princess for, you know, the live performance of, you know, Princess Tiana, or you know, like mm-hmm. I've always wanted to submit to that just to try, but I'm like, uh, I can't sing, and I, I don't know. Like I feel limited in theater because I can't sing. I can't sing.
1: No,
3: I, I can't dance for nothing.
2: <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is it you can't sing or you can't solo?
1: I can't sing or solo. I can't do anything. Yeah, talks. I can't. Do did anything. you guys, Did you guys see the verses the other night? <laughs> Um, how, how Jeremiah sounded that's Jeremiah. how I sound on a regular so yeah uh,
2: okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, cannot, I, mean, I cannot sing I can sing with other people I can hold a tone yeah
0: I can do an yeah. ensemble I can, can do a mean
1: ensemble <laughs> Book me for your ensemble. If, if, I, if I lower my <laughs> voice to where I can blend my voice in with everyone else, then sure. Um, Most definitely. Yeah.
3: And see, that's I'm funny because to... then I'm scared. As a black actress that loves musicals, I'm like, listen, I cannot audition for your ensemble because that requires movement. Sis does oh, not yeah.
1: dance. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so it's a struggle. <laughs> but you can blow, though. So um, the play that we did, the, the lead role had to sing. I couldn't sing. So you know what happened? <laughs> Nikki song, wow. And I danced to it. That's how, that's how that went down.
3: It's <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like radio.
1: She, had to, she I, had to change that whole thing because I couldn't sing. Wow. It, that, mm-hmm.
2: That's actually how I did not get uh, the, uh, that's how Taekwondo got his role and I got the brother role.
0: So you got, said. so it was supposed to be opposite?
2: It was going to be opposite, but I couldn't sing. Kind of
0: wow I'm trying to picture that
1: yeah singing is just I can't this is not for me
0: I I love musicals though I I, like I love watching them and I love being a part of them I just I can't be a part of them like uh as far as like having like a large role because
1: I I can't sing though so I have gotten lucky so almost all of the stuff that I've done has been somewhat musicals
4: Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um
1: you know I've just got lucky. I tell them straight up, like, hey, I can't sing. So, what you gonna do about it? And, <laughs> uh, and, and they accommodate me. So, I've, I've gotten lucky. Uh, I don't think I can pull that, you know, on a bigger scale. They're gonna look at me like, man, why are you here? <laughs> Stop wasting our time. So, I've, I've gotten extremely lucky.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, theater is just one of those things, you know. I mean, I'm glad they have the separation between musical theater and just, you know, regular theater without, you know, singing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> still got some opportunities there.
3: That reminds me, I need to tell my therapist. I think I have some residual hurt. I auditioned to be a munchkin in the whiz and I didn't get casted as a munchkin because I couldn't dance. So Oh no. <laughs> but no, it's fine. I got casted as Miss One, so it worked out. I love well, the song. As <laughs> long as you got
0: cast. That's all that matters. <laughs> There's a conquer in it some kind
3: of way. <laughs> oh, was that, is,
1: was that the thing with, with Rory?
3: Yes. And so this year it's it's exciting just to kind of have different parts to play and be somebody different. But yes, initially I auditioned to be a munchkin which had a lot of hip hop choreography and things and I don't know oh. which liquids I had been ingesting that day to make me think I could do it, but I went <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> I got canceled for something else which is fine because there's a lot of spinning and looking and wooing and eyeing, so it worked yeah, like, no, you, played, yeah. you
1: played an amazing this one so
0: <laughs> okay. yeah. and that's good that you have you know you have like a therapist that you go to and you can express you know things about your acting journey and stuff like that because I think that that's important um, I remember reading something a while ago and it was talking about uh, the movie Black Panther mm-hmm. and about mm-hmm. how uh, Michael B. Jordan had to go see his therapist after he played Killmonger because he was in such a dark place while he was playing that role like he had to go see his therapist for so many sessions to recover from playing that role so I think it's good that you have a therapist I think we all should you know probably yeah everyone have, should have a
1: therapist yeah we should all I'm in between therapists now but my my last one she was really awesome um she, every time we we logged on how's acting going? Oh. And she knew that because of COVID, you know, it was really taking a toll on me because I couldn't, I couldn't act. And then with my health, I couldn't act. So she knew it was really killing me to not have that acting part of me. So she would make sure that's the first thing that she would ask, ask mm-hmm. me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we all need that outlet. Um, because I mean, right now I'm okay, but I've had some dark moments where I'm like, Ugh. I've just been really back against the wall, kind of just discouraged and, you know, sad. And, you know, I don't know if you guys go through those seasons of, like, not booking things, but I do. And when I go through those seasons of not booking things, I get really... Sad, (laughs) um, especially when you have other acting friends and you know you see your friends booking things and you're not, and you just Mm -hmm. get in your head, you know. So, those are the times where I need a therapist. It's you know, it's not about the roles, it's just about those times where I'm like Mm -hmm. feeling rejected and like, man, when is my time gonna
1: come? You know, like those are the times where I need someone to talk to. That's it. Um, I actually had a, a really hard time doing one play. Um, this was the last play that I did, and um, I got word that my cousin was in the hospital and he was on life support and they were going to pull him off and um this was right before i was supposed to go on and i did not know how i was going to handle that and then like as i called my cousin that which was his father to ask him you know was he okay and he was like no but we pulled the the plug and i'm like why would i call him now now i now i actually you know they pull the plug and i could not I, I was going to walk away, but I knew if I walked away, you know, people in the audience already, they wait waiting for a show. I had no clue how I was going to pull it together. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, having having that therapist and having resources and stuff on how to handle a situation like that, I was able to pull myself together and, and still make the show. I don't think I did a good job at all. Um, I'm told otherwise, but I just my head wasn't in it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad you had the
0: opportunity to have those resources for that moment. You you got those resources afterwards, right? <laughs> like, well, before, before and
1: because I'm actually I actually got diagnosed with uh, type two bipolar. I don't like saying I have type two bipolar. I don't yeah. like claiming it. So I was diagnosed with type two bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. and so um, I do have a therapist that I see regularly and everything. So at the time, um, she was giving me. Okay, look, if you feel this way, this is what you do. Yeah. This is, that way, this is what you do. So it that it did come in handy because mm-hmm. I would have bust out crying in the middle of a scene that did not require tears. Oh yeah. 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 Being able to regulate those moves, I struggle
0: with that sometimes too. Like, you know, even even if I even if I'm having a good day, it's just I don't know. It's just I think it's just a part of being a woman sometimes. Like we're just emotional. Yeah. We're we're working
1: and you know, we just have those days. And then, you know, overall
0: life in general.
1: And that kind of goes back to separating yourself from the role, because a lot of times I really did have to separate myself from the role, not because of the role, but because of myself. Exactly. And um, I have to make sure that whatever I'm going through is not being shown through the character. Exactly.
0: I don't know. um, I don't know if I talked about this in any episodes, but Khalif, did you do uh, the Underground Railroad?
2: Oh, yeah. I, uh,
0: did you, go? okay, so did you do the cotton field scene? Woo. Oh, no, no. Okay. No, they were going to. <laughs> right. I <said> no. So <laughs> I, yeah. So I'm just gonna be really brief because we're coming to the end of the episode. But I'm just gonna, I did the cottonfield episode. This is obviously like a project that talks about slavery. And I really wish I did not do that scene because um, you know, they had like a they had like a therapist onset. That's how serious it was. They were like, hey guys, we have we have this therapist on set. If you get emotional, if you get upset and you feel like you need to walk away, please come talk to her. She was like right there, like <laughs> right there. And um, I remember when they we started filming, and we were, like, in Richmond Hill, in the cotton field, picking. And, you know, there there was this Caucasian man on a horse, riding around us, saying stuff. And, yeah, like, it was, it yeah. was real. It was real. And um, I did not... I was really upset that day. Like, I was just emotional. I was just a, a bunch of things. And... I don't know. It just—it wasn't a good time. It wasn't a good time for me. (laughs) No, I definitely get that. That's a—that's a
1: strong,
0: yeah,
2: strong subject.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. So
2: I I can definitely say there's one actually one. uh, I can definitely see how that could be very tough, but there's one. I assume one of my directors approached me with. Uh, like, he, he couldn't even ask me yet. I already saw it and I said no. He called my name and I was like, oh, what's up? And what he had in his hand was a noose.
0: <gasps> oh, no!
2: And I was like, Are you I, I, I lost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I was like, you know, there's a lot of things that I will do. But the one thing I refuse you—you you don't have enough money in your wallet. You do not have enough money in this world. You will not put a noose around my neck.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> oh don't god, <laughs>
2: not a noose. As like we all know the we all know the saying uh, in Alabama: "There trees bear strange fruit."
0: Exactly. I will not, and I will
2: not be one of them. Exactly.
0: (laughs) See that? Yeah. So that goes. We we should have talked about this when we were talking about you know knowing when to walk away Uh because those are things that I'm just not gonna do. Like I'm just not gonna do it. oh my gosh.
2: It said
0: picking
2: cotton. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I still sometimes feel that type of way wearing cotton shirts. Right. <laughs> and, you
0: know, well, that was th- okay. Where, where was that? It was like three years ago when, when they were filming the Savannah. And I remember being okay. so excited. I was so excited. And then when they put us on that bus and we rode down to Richmond Hill and I saw a real cotton field, I was like, there's a real cotton field still up. <laughs> like, Right down the street from, like, what? And, you know, they, we actually had like a session of them showing us how to pick the cotton. Oh, no, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> because, like, there's like a lot of thorns around the cotton. You can, like, really hurt mm-hmm. yourself. They had Wait, to teach who, them.
2: who was showing you?
0: <laughs> like they, they had like instructors on set to show us how to pick it.
2: Don't tell me it was a don't tell me it black person showing you how to do it. No,
0: cotton. no, no. So like okay. when you go to this cotton field, it's like a real live cotton field. Like people work there. They have like houses built. It looks like you go there. You you look like. It looks like, you know, you're back in, like, the slavery era. Like, it looks, like, the houses look like it, everything. And there are people that are there that work down they there. They take field trips to
1: places like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, they had to teach us how to pick the cotton, and I just felt so wrong. I probably should have talked to a therapist after I did that. I remember being in the moment, like, people were complaining. People were threatening to walk away because everybody felt weird about it. But we had we had already signed off and you know mm-hmm. did it you know but I will never do that again not again <laughs> not again not again no. I've learned you know I've learned and I've grown yeah. since then I used to be very desperate when trying to obtain roles but now I'm just like mm-hmm. it'll, yeah it'll come it'll come you know. Yeah because I've always said if I God. ever did
3: a period piece it definitely I mean unless it's something where I'm like you know Broomhilda and Django or something
0: we're not doing it <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I need to be able to get some vindication <laughs> exactly and speaking of Django I thought I saw an interesting piece where the director and Jamie Foxx were talking about how like because- yes I've, I've seen that <laughs> and They he were- said he had
1: to talk to um what's his name um I can't think of think of his name.
2: Yeah, DiCaprio.
1: Yeah, yeah. DiCaprio, and he has to speak, talk to him and and get his get him in the head because he said he couldn't do it. Yeah, he, he didn't oh, yeah. feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. With it.
2: Yeah. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't feel comfortable saying the N word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, so those, and these are professionals.
0: Those are right. those are real experiences. And then I also saw a part where um, the director was talking about how, because like Django is such a dark movie, although it's funny, like the subject hilarious. in itself is it's hilarious, yeah. but the subject in itself is dark. He said that in between role, in between filming, like whenever they would switch scenes, they would play gospel music in between. So, like, they talked about. Yeah. So, they talked about how, like, when they were getting ready for the part where they were going to beat uh Brunhilde like mm-hmm. when she was like putting on her gown and stuff they were like singing and like uh, some of the background actors like just started like praying and stuff like he, they talked about how emotional it got on set because that's some heavy stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: very heavy stuff that's why I gotta stay away from
0: movies like that because I'm just too emotional
1: for it <laughs> yeah I'm I'm really emotional especially when it comes to anything black related and our struggles um, and I think it's hitting harder now because ain't nothing changed. Mm-hmm. And we're still living with struggles today. And so just yeah. watching what our people had to go through back then and comparing it to what we go through now, which is not too much different, really, it, it hits a different type of nerve. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: It not, and it's not getting any better currently.
1: No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. We're, we're, we're going to, um, to burn soon because the way they're passing these laws and just. Don't give a daggone about nobody. It's just
2: it's sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have a job. I was thinking about moving. Where y'all trying to go? I
1: want to go to Canada, but they don't want us. <laughs> if, if, if Elon if Elon got tickets to Mars, count me
3: in. <laughs> <laughs> they film Braveheart? That's out of the country, but they're always over there filming stuff. So we need to go somewhere where the work is still heavy. Okay,
1: exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Well
0: guys, that brings us to the end of our episode. Oh, I, yeah. I I really enjoyed this episode. Yes, like, it was it was really good. Yeah, like the things that we talked about were just super beneficial and just very relative to like any actor. No matter if you're, you know, you hit your peak where you're, you know, an A list or mm. if you're still indie, whatever. I think everything that we talked about was really relatable
1: yes it definitely was absolutely okay well uh, we always oh i'm sorry go ahead nikki oh i didn't say anything
0: sorry.
1: oh okay oh. oh actually before i, I just want to leave a couple of resources out there for y'all if you guys do need somebody to talk to um there is a ton everything is googleable now um <laughs> I know y'all probably get an ad popped up better help better talk better talk things better talk mm-hmm. um, pops up that's something that you guys could reach out to um, if you need the suicide hotline it's 1-800-273-TALK you can also text them Um, There's just so many resources out there That you know You don't have to feel like you're by yourself So never go through anything by yourself Mm Y'all just know that there are always Resources and always people Even if y'all want to DM DM us I can't speak for everybody else I don't want everybody (laughs) DMing y'all
2: Who DMing me I got enough problems that it is (laughs) I don't need your problems too.
1: I'm sorry, I cannot is cold. See, I cannot <laughs> speak to them. But if you guys need somebody to talk to, I'm very big on mental health. Y'all can DM me. You can DM don't, me too. Don't 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 not DM don't DM him messing, messing up his day, y'all. Okay?
2: Yeah, like, look, my, my main business. Look, I like to tell people becoming me about their problems all the time. I tell you, like I'm a bartender without the alcohol.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So, Nikki, go ahead and tell
3: everyone where they can find you on your social media. So, on Instagram, you can find me at jukebox underscore junkie. Um, I also have, which is being revamped, uh, my business page, which is at it's Dylan's mom. And those are actually the only two I really pay attention to. You can attempt to find me on Facebook, but good luck with that.
0: And Khalid, what about
2: you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Grandmaster Underscore Kelly, and if you find me on Facebook, hey, it's just <laughs> my name. <laughs> it's just my name. Okay. I mean, if you want to add me, sure. I'm just a, a little kind of laid back, grumpy. I am not
0: grumpy. <laughs> don't DM him, y'all, with no problem. Yeah, don't no. fool with Khalid. No. Just
2: don't fool with him. A, I am not grumpy. I just, I, you know. We deal with a lot of people during the day, you
1: know. <laughs> yeah, it just, it, just, it just hits different. No, I, I, it hits I, told different. You I, I get it. I get it. I'm not a people person either. Tequila love calling me mean, so uh, it's like I feel. I, feel, I, I feel, deal I feel with mail, brother. I feel your pain.
2: Well, <laughs> no. UPS, FedEx, postal, DHL. Y'all hey, keep being on hold with them. Okay. I'm on hold with them today. oh my
0: goodness yeah okay i'll give you a pass khalif (laughs) thank you
2: um so as far as
0: the yeah okay catch him him (laughs) on the weekend y'all um so as far as like the weekly quote that we're gonna end it off with this is actually from chadwick uh bozeman um it says the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose very relatable.
1: <laughs> RIP Chadwick.
0: Right.
1: Right on the um, forever.
2: My man my man forty two.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I forgot, yeah. Yes.
2: Like I know everyone might know him from uh his big role for Black Panther. I remember when he played Jackie Robinson, forty-two. Mm-hmm. Still mm-hmm. one of my favorite roles. He
1: killed done. that role. No, he mm-hmm. bodied all his roles. Kid, like, yeah, he do. He and he, did. anything and I, and that's, that's amazing too. He, he I think he's a perfect symbol for this episode mm-hmm. because he was going through a lot. We yes. didn't know that man was dying, and he killed every. He gave his all to every role mm-hmm. that he was in.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, my favorite was Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. His role oh, in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He and was- I'm just gonna go out
3: on the left field and say I like to get on up when he played James Brown.
2: I, was like, oh, I
0: actually haven't seen that. I gotta watch that one. I, oh now, when he played
2: I, James Brown?
3: I gotta mm-hmm. watch that one. Cause James Brown was all over the place and he played the role well. Wow.
0: <laughs> now I'm curious. I gotta watch that. i just about to say I gotta I gotta go watch that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Nice, I, I'm thanks super you. excited. I appreciate thank you for guys for me. being here. Of course, of course. Um, well, that brings us to the
1: end. Thank you all so much. Bye. Thank you guys for a wonderful season. Yes. So so long. Long. We'll be back for season two
0: in September, and it will be video. So see you. Yes.
1: Oh. <laughs> yes. We fan, we're gonna we gonna move on up. We're we gonna step up. it up.
4: <laughs> okay. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it.
1: All right. Bye. Guys. All
4: right. So long. Bye. <laughs>